Hey everyone, welcome to Bean to Barstool Bite-Sized, where we spend about five minutes with some of our favorite people from craft beer and craft chocolate. Today we hear from Nicole Hewitt, the creative mind behind World Tree Chocolate. Nicole is an artist who has created a variety of artworks using cacao and coffee. She published a children's book about chocolate illustrated with cacao butter-based paintings on glass, and also sells landscape paintings made with paint made from cacao husks and coffee. Listen in as Nicole explains her process for each. Because I worked a lot with oil paint, I figured, okay, well, I wonder how cacao butter can work with pigment. I figured because cocoa butter doesn't dry the same like a linseed oil. It's not a drying oil. So you can't create a painting like I could with the uh, how I made watercolor paint out of cocoa powder. I couldn't create a painting that would just be able to, to last a long time, but I could mix it with pigment and then paint on glass and take a photo of that. The process is a little bit tricky because the fluidity, it also dries quite quickly. Uh, once it cools down to, you know, like room temperature, cocoa butter is pretty solid. So I had to get a metal palette that fit over top of a pottery bowl that I had, put hot water in the bowl, mm. and then put the pigments in the palette and then put pieces of cocoa butter and then they would melt. And then I could mix the colors and work with it, but it all had to be on this metal palette or it would dry very, very fast. So then I would take those colors and as soon as I applied them to the glass they would dry quite quickly so it was a bit of a it was a bit of a rush process but once I got the hang of it it was kind of like painting outside or painting in spaces where there's a, a bit of a urgency about the process you also on your website have paintings you've done with cacao and I'm very interested in the process that went into that was that a similar process or you did something different for those coffee has been used for quite a long time to make ink it's a really beautiful ink. And I ended up using the cocoa husks as well. The coffee was really good for like those deep, really dark blacks. Cocoa husks were really interesting to work with because depending on the variety of cacao, the location, there's like different factors for different types of husks. What I would do is I would take a coffee grinder and I ground the husks down. To make ink, I would just boil the husks in water and then reduce it and then use that for the painting. And that was ink. When I decided to move more into like to making the paint, I would grind the husks down and then I would mix them with gum arabic, honey and water uh, with a muller. And then you would use that paint on paper. So the husks were really fun because they already had a bit of a range of colors. The hidden treasure husks had a really yellow, very light kind of color. And then some of the other husks had more towards pink. And I also found that if I took some of that paint and I put in like a little bit of acid, so it'd be like lemon juice or vinegar, it would move more towards yellow even more. Mm. And then if I put a little bit of baking soda with the paint, it would move more towards pink. You could get like a pretty cool range of tone the more you played with these different pH values. And I also um, roasted some of them in a, a cast iron pan to really like burn them like to burn them down and then I used that to make another layer of a darker color so I could get a nice range and then create these uh, landscape paintings and I decided to do landscapes based on where the cacao is grown because I really like the connection between the materials and the place where they're coming from and you're doing these on canvas I assume uh no it's actually it's a type of cotton watercolor paper 
that is very thick. It's a heavy duty watercolor paper okay. that I've had for a long time, but it's, it's really, really beautiful paper. Describe to us a little bit some of these paintings. So you've got several different origins there on the website. Tell me a little bit about what we're seeing in those scenes. One was from Honduras and the image, yes, I got it from someone who goes to that location to pick up the cocoa beans and bring them back to makers. And they took pictures while they were on one of their trips and they let me use one of their pictures to um, create the painting. Another one was actually from a picture that Alfie and Maxime had taken on one of their trips to Peru. Mm. And then another one was from a photo that was on a cacao farm in Ecuador. So I tried to make sure it wasn't just general, this picture's a Google search of Peru. I was trying to like get the image that I was using to be really connected to the chocolate makers or the people who are sourcing or growing and and then use these images to create a painting with the so there's a lot of connection i like creating as much connection as possible and how long does one of these paintings typically take you it depends on the size and it depends on kind of where i'm at with with the painting process uh, at that time some of them can go pretty quick and <clears throat> some of them i have to go back into them a few times so they can they'll like evolve over some days now, when I did create these paintings, I had a uh, a two-year-old at home. So there was a lot of, I have 15 minutes to try to do some painting right now. Sure. Or I have a half an hour right now. So it can be a bit tricky. At, at this point, now she's in school, I probably would have be able to get one done in a morning, for example. You can find out more about Nicole and World Tree Chocolate at the link in the show notes. You can listen to my entire conversation with Nicole back in episode 54. I'll share that in the show notes as well. The music today was by my dear friend, Anna P.S. My name is David Nilsson. Thanks for listening to Bean to Barstool Bite-Sized.